Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. He's Andy Murray from What Culture, and we are here with some breaking after news. And I've already watched the introduction, but yeah, Shane McMahon. <laughs> Shane McMahon, somebody we've spoken about a lot lately, somebody we spoke about the other day for having backstage heat stemming from his role in producing the Men's Royal Rumble and his lofty positioning in yep. that Royal Rumble, finishing third, of course, overall. Uh, we spoke about him, we've spoken about him a lot recently, mm. Shane McMahon. Been let go by WWE. What? Yeah, Shane McMahon has reportedly been quietly let go from the promotion and it stems from that Rumble stuff, by the looks of things. Now, the report here is from Ringside News, right? Again, a source we don't often cover. Yeah. However, the backstage heat story on Shane McMahon was proven correct when it was corroborated by Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp. So clearly, the outlet has sources close to Shane-type situations. And here we are. Yeah, Shane is apparently out. So there were originally plans for Shane to wrestle at Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. These are now 100% scrapped, according to this. In the Rumble, of course, Shane wanted to book the match around himself, and he openly buried fellow producer Jamie Noble. Not good. Now, a tenured member of the creative team, that's what's described here, has told RSE, Ringside News, uh, that's not how you spell it, but never mind. It doesn't matter uh, that Shane Shane has been let go. There will be no more creative discussions surrounding him and WWE have moved on to other creative discussions. He's no longer going to be on Raw in that heel run that we spoke about the other day as well. Breathe a sigh of relief. Adam Wilborn, save you a lot of blood pressure, I I assume. Mm. Shane hasn't technically been a full-on employee for a long, long time, um, but he was supposed to be involved in the XFL, COVID, bankruptcy, all that stuff happened. Um, He was supposed to be on TV in the lead up to Wrestlemania and all of that it's described in here as Vince had no choice Shane started fires with his role in the Rumble here we spoke about the backstage heat and here it is 
paying off the yeah. very next day. He openly buried other producers. He pissed wrestlers in the Rumble off. Vince said he had no choice but to kick his son to the curb. Uh, they haven't said he's been blackballed, just let go, basically. So he might return someday. Uh, but Vince McMahon is using that term, let go from the company. So we'll see what happens from now on. Um, feel like I've just rambled a lot there, but you know the core facts of the yeah. situation now. Shane McMahon is gone, sacked by Daddy Poo, it seems. What do you reckon? Well, according to my sources, uh, tonight is now apparently going to be uh, John Moxley versus Brian Kendrick versus Shane McMahon for a shot at the AEW World. No, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> uh, astonishing news. The fact that when I walked in from lunch and you and the Dudleys told me this news, I think I reacted the same way as everyone else did hearing it. Yeah, good one. Yeah. What's actually been the breaking news. Astonishing, but also, again, simultaneously, not that surprising. Like you say, I have made no secret of my feelings towards Shane McMahon. I will say, when he first returned, when Steph was going to get that Vince McMahon award thing, I, just like everybody else, popped my tits off because we thought maybe he can be the catalyst for change within WWE. And then there's a lockbox stuff from Taker. And, you know, I had a good run with the whole SmackDown side of things with, with Daniel Bryan. And then the, the like more recent stuff, the heel stuff, the uh, you know he beat the Miz at WrestleMania. He did whatever it was he was doing with Bloody Braun. He gave who was it? He gave the first pin. He pinned Roman, the first That's the first right. person to pin Roman after he came back from his uh, right. illness. Of course, astonishing that. But yeah, the the Rumble thing really was just too far for me anyway. The fact he came back, he outstruck Matt Riddle, he eliminated Kevin Owens, and as you said, those reports about him booking the Rumble around himself was just astonishing. He was, what, one of the final three? Yeah. No. Yeah. And people moaning about Bad Bunny taking the spots from Finn Balor and Cesaro. It's not Bad Bunny's fault. And if you're going to be looking at people that they should have gone in there instead of, it's Shane McMahon. But like you say... It is kind of justified by Vince, because like you say, if they had nothing for him anyway, uh, I know you reported uh, in a news story for whatculture.com yesterday that the plans possibly were going to involve Seth Rollins and the world title at WrestleMania. Maybe, oh yeah. my God, who thought that was a good idea? Mm. Probably Shane. But yeah, if they haven't actually gone through anything there or they've changed their mind on things, which I bloody well hope they have, and they've not put him in the chamber, because of course not... Like, if you've got nothing creatively for him, yeah, get rid of him. A heel run on, on Raw would have been awful, in my opinion, and not in the good, oh, well, you know, Baron Corbin's getting a, the, the heated reaction from fans, so maybe this is good. No, go away, heater would have been from me. And, yeah, if all he's doing when he's hanging about backstage is winding people up, not just wrestlers, by the way, who are probably annoyed that they've he's taken a spot away from someone else. But these tenured producers who, you know, for their sins, they can only work with what they've got yeah. in terms of storylines. Yeah. I, I like the, the people like Jamie Noble and stuff like that. And he's just coming in and going, nah, I'm not doing what you're doing. We're going to do what I'm doing. I'm not that surprised. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, if he's come in and caused this big ruckus, he's pissed everyone off. Like, important members of your company. I don't think it really matters if he's your son, does it? No. Um... Yeah, Shane's role over the past years. There have been times when he's been complimentary, for sure. Like, I, I thought the early SmackDown general manager era in 2016, when it was him and Brian, and they were kind of like, they weren't like too intrusive or anything. I'm not a big authority figure no. guy, but they were all right. They were pretty good. Opportunities for people. Yeah, and like, I liked the AJ match all those years ago. Yeah. And like, the, the Miz match, for all its flaws, gave us the all-time classic moment, of course. About that. Big George, and then Shane kicked his ass, which was kind of funny. 
But for every one of those, there's about three or four examples of him going into the rumble and stealing spotlights and outstriking Matt Riddle and all of this stuff. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of really obstructive things when it comes to Shane. And because of the way he's been pushed and presented, he won the World Cup. He was the best in the world. <laughs> Forgot for about God's that. Sake. And you know, oh. it's, it's funny to laugh and joke about it. And those Saudi shows are nonsense anyway yeah. most times. Um... But when you look back and think about it objectively, that's bollocks. It's complete rubbish, isn't it? So Yeah, do you know what, what a real issue I had with Shane McMahon? And I've repeated this on podcasts and on videos on numerous occasions. It was the fact that people would say, ah, Shane's all right. He just comes in and jumps off something big. And I was like, that's the point. Yeah. The point is he can come in and do that because he's only working, what, once or twice a year. Like, he was never going to be going to crap town central Make or whatever yeah, yeah to go and work the towns he was going to come in for a for a big show and st- like you say again steal the spotlight steal the headlines by going oh i'm gonna jump off that thing because he can because he can recover subsequently in the next six months it always wound me up so much i'm not a, the biggest fan of his i'm never going to sit here and advocate for people to lose their jobs but he's going to be fine isn't he you think about all the other people they've released they you know, they, they were released in the middle of a pandemic and they haven't got Scrooge McDuck levels of family cash to fall back on and not fall from a high height, Shane. Don't get any ideas. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's a rich guy from a billionaire family, right? It's not quite the same as someone who's worked uh, hard to get into the WWE system being let go like three months after signing a developmental contract. There's levels uh, to all of this stuff always. But yeah, look, if you come into a company and you piss everyone off, you gotta go. So bye, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Shane. I'm astonished I'm still here, to be um, honest. Yeah, I'm surprised, you're <laughs> surprised your heart has survived this news video, let alone anything else. Yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts, though, of course, in the comments. Are you simultaneously astonished, surprised, and not really surprised by this at all, like the two of us? Or, you know, what do you think's next? Could he go to AEW? You know? The prospect of that is so ridiculous. The son of a billionaire? They've got a bit of a connection in between TK. Triple H could leave and Shane Mm. and him can start their own company. Have it out in the comment section below, though. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling uh, on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Uh, You can also let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions. No doubt we'll follow up on this tomorrow uh, and deal with your reaction to it as well. At What Culture WWE on Twitter. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for The Fiend. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. But for now, this has been your afternoon news. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.